Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Locals to Legends Wrestling Radio. Brought to you by Rockstar Records. 810 East Main Street. Tupelo, Mississippi. 662-269-3745. <laughs> Welcome to Locals to Legends Podcast with your host, the voice of $10 Wrestling, noted author that has never been published, and the heaviest CWA light heavyweight champion in history, the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson, and his co-host, the star of Taylor TV, the man who has wrestled Jerry Lawler 1,239 times and never won, Neil, the real deal Taylor. and welcome once again to Locals to Legends Wrestling Radio. I'm your host, Gene Jackson, and of course, I'm joined by none other than my co-host, my tag team partner, Neil the Real Deal Taylor. Neil, how have you been, sir? Man, we've been busy over here this weekend. That's like my favorite show intro ever, that Fred Sanford theme. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) I dig that, too. Yeah, there's only one flaw. We're a week away from uh, from our announcer having to record a new one, you know, because a little bit of that info is about to, uh, that intro is going to be uh, wrong here uh, in just a few short days, and we might have to get him to record a new one on top of that. But I do, I do dig the Sanford and Son music, no doubt. Well, well, possibly, you know, as anything can happen. So, you know, hopefully next Sunday we'll uh, maybe that maybe we can change that intro for the better. Oh, we will. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. So, last Sunday night, we took our first Sunday night off since December. Uh, and thank God we did. I didn't know WrestleMania was going till friggin' midnight. Jeez. Oh, God almighty. You ain't kidding. That was a marathon of a WrestleMania. Uh, and we may get to touch on that here, here shortly. But I do want to tell everybody that uh, this is, in fact, our OWO Super Show Super Special. Now, I don't know how special it's going to be. <laughs> that just depends <laughs> on who all calls in. Uh, we have been told that there are a number of uh, OWO superstars who, who are planning on calling in tonight. So uh, if, if, you, if you're an OWO wrestler and you're booked on the show uh, this coming Friday, call in. Uh, if you're a fan that's excited about the show, call in uh if you're just somebody that's listening and 
want to call because you've never called, you can call in as well. We're going to take calls tonight. We're going to talk about the big OWO Super Show coming up Friday night in Amory. We may even touch on the one Saturday night, uh, the following Saturday, the following Saturday night, I should say, uh, in Houston. But, I mean, I'm not on that one, so I don't know if anybody cares about that or not. But, you know, we'll we'll still talk about it. <laughs> but uh, real quick, though, I got to get – I got to get – I got to hear this from Neil because Neil was there and I wasn't. Uh, I can only imagine that Mr. Sensational himself, Leslie Jones, hit the freaking roof when the Hardy Boys came out in that – ladder match for the tag team titles because he had sat here on this very show and told us that it was going to happen and we both all but called him an idiot and berated him about it and damn if they didn't show up and damn if they went and win the tag belt so uh, I could only imagine uh, what you had to hear about that oh my lord as soon as <laughs> because when they when they come out and did that that when New Day come out and did that intro I thought okay well they're they're going to interject themselves into a tag match, and this is going to how this is going to be how they they wrestle on the show. And then they started kind of teasing another team, and I thought you've got to be kidding. And about that time, you mm-hmm. can see Leslie Jones whole you can see Leslie Jones whole <laughs> heat light up. Hell, it was he he got carried away. He had to take a peel, bless his heart. <laughs> but but the quote. The quote of the night was, I told you some bitches, where's my cell phone? I'm going to text Gene. <laughs> and that's, but just oh. like you also said, just like you also said, and, and we've talked about on this show, that the, the inevitable happened. We ended up with Team Extreme. All they had to do was go get Lita off the Lucha Doors, yeah. the Lucha Doors tour and bring her out. Uh, it's been interesting to see them try to downplay this broken thing, though, because you know it, it, every time he, every time Matt Hardy will go to do the that delete thing, they cut away to a replay or exactly something. And I'm mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that's because of you know litigation that's still going on. But um, I uh, I actually watched that um, that Raw Talk show that. Uh, Renee Young yeah. and and Lawler after Raw this past Monday and and the Hardys were on it and there wasn't nothing broke about either one of those Hardys and uh, Matt did mention the expedi- the expedition of gold had finally come full circle but he wasn't a he wasn't the typical broken Matt that we've been seeing for the last seven eight months no not even close uh, you know. A buddy of mine was texting me and messaging me on Facebook, and you know, and he was he was swearing, "Oh, it's, 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 he's going to do it, he's going to do it." And I said, "No." And I said, "Number one, the announcers never acknowledged any of it, and every time he did it, they cut away. I mean, I, you know, it may come along later, like you say, when all the legalities are out of the way. But the most fascinating thing to me, though, is you know, nobody watches TNA, and they have the ratings to prove it. But there were 75,000 people yelling delete and doing the little arm thing as they came to the ring, which was pretty amazing, you know, for something for something to have started on a show that nobody really watches, yet those YouTube videos were getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of hits that they managed to get something over bigger than the show they were on. Uh, it's pretty impressive, but... I feel like getting back the old Team Extreme Hardy Boys, much like the Dudley return, everybody's going to be super excited. 
and then it's just going to be more of the same and, and it'll fizzle out. And hopefully by the time it fizzles out, they'll have the rights to the broken thing and they can rehash that again on WWE. And it, even if they do, he may talk like that and he may do a little of that stuff, but it's never going to go as far out as it did on TNA. I mean, you saw the most of that you're going to see on there. It's never going to be that, you know, that out well, there, but, some of the craziness because, they did. Well, because it wasn't their creation, you know, right. they, you know, it, if he, if if anything comes along that gets over that this isn't theirs, they try to bury it as soon as possible. And I know we've said that many times on here too. But um, but you're 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 right in the fact that you know, hey, they was, you know, it was over seventy thousand people in that arena that that knew exactly the 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 delete gimmick and all that. You know, <laughs> I'm sure probably I'm sure Dick yeah. Porter's probably sitting in Nashville. Sitting in Nashville somewhere trying to figure out where all those people were <laughs> eight months ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because they damn sure wasn't watching them on uh, Pop TV or whatever that channel is they're on. But uh, real quick, since we don't have any OWO people calling in just yet, um, you know, I, I'll, I will always be the first guy to say when I'm wrong about something. I have no problem eating crow. And uh, I'm going to say, in that preview show that me and Leslie did, I went on the record and said, uh, number one, that I thought Shane McMahon was a poor opponent for AJ Styles and that they weren't going to have that good of a match. And I still stand by the fact that there's there was better, younger uh, people on the roster that they could have picked for that spot. But I will say this, uh, you know, Shane McMahon rose to the occasion, and he had a much better match than it had any right to be on paper. And uh, it was it was entertaining, and it was a it was a great way to open the show. You know, it was kind of surprising at first, like wow, they're opening with this, but it was you know it was a it was a hell of a match. And and as you said on that show, Shane McMahon always finds a way uh, to deliver in in the big in the big matches on the big shows. So kudos to both of those guys for the match that they put on. Yeah, I, I honestly thought it was probably um, a match of the night because that was a, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the other matches seemed like it just kind of struggled to, to keep up with the pace of that match, even with, you know, uh, uh, Shane McMahon, you know, being on up in years and not, you know, not ever really being a seasoned worker. You know, it it right. was, um, you know, it was a really, I thought it was probably one of the best matches of the night, you know. Um, I was I was pleasantly pleased with it. I didn't think that uh, you know it uh, diminished uh, AJ Styles whatsoever to to be in the ring with with you know Shane McMahon. You know it, it don't seem like he had to slow down any for him. No, no, not at all, not at all. And and now I'm going to say something that I I never would have believed I was going to have to say. And this is another one Leslie Jones can enjoy. Um. It was by no means the match of the night. It was by no means uh, a five-star match by any stretch of the imagination. But that being said, Goldberg and Lesnar had exactly what they needed to have in that match. Goldberg impressed the hell out of me to go out there. I I when I told everybody that would listen that if, if he took one German, he'd fold up like an accordion. They'd have to carry him out there in a box. And for him to take 10 of them, 
Um, and, and just the way they worked. I mean, it wasn't a long match, but obviously it was longer than anything he's done since he's been back. It was certainly better than that turd they had at WrestleMania 20. Uh, I think it was exactly what it needed to be, and kudos to Goldberg for going out there and doing what needed to be done and, and putting Lesnar over uh, after Lesnar had done so much for him during this run. And uh, I liked it. I, it pains me to say that because I was one of the biggest detractors. And, I mean, it doesn't need to go anywhere else from here, and it, it needed to be over with. But uh, at WrestleMania, Goldberg went out and, and did what needed to be done and had the match that needed to be had, and, and I applaud him for it. Um, I was pleasantly, I was surprised too, you know, but I, I, you know, you're, you're exactly right. That match was exactly what it needed to be. I think it ran about seven minutes. You know, there wasn't, you know, they, nobody tried to get in the ring and, and do a bunch of stuff that they would look awkward doing. It was just a big stiff match and that was what everybody's expecting. And, um, you know, I, I never have been a big fan of watching Lesnar matches because you know what you're going to get. But yeah. you know, I was even a less, even a less bigger fan of Goldberg. But um, you know, I I didn't think this you know was a bad match at all. You know, of course I I think everybody kind of saw what was going to happen coming. You know that Lesnar was oh, yeah. you know going to yeah. end up going over. But but um. But I, yeah, I enjoyed the match too. I thought it was exactly what it needed to be, and um, it didn't go too long. That was that was what I was afraid was going to happen. They were going to try to drag a twenty minute match out of them, or, or try to make them go twenty minutes, or or more than ten. And you know, if it had been any more than what it was, it would have completely fell apart. I think so. Uh, I don't know who agent who was the agent over that match and who produced it, but it was. Uh, they did a hell of a job because they knew exactly exactly what to put in and 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 uh, how to put that one together to make everybody look good. Absolutely, absolutely. It it, it kind of I don't know. To me, it kind of salvaged the whole storyline and and made it all kind of worthwhile. So I was impressed with that. And then after that match uh, delivered so much more than I expected. Uh, some of my buddies were real big on the. Bray Wyatt Randy Orton match going in. I, I told I told everybody to listen that even though Bray Wyatt needed to be the winner, that they were going to put it on Orton because that's what they always do. They've been shoving Orton down everybody's throat for you know years and years and years. And uh, but to me, the minute they did that projecting the maggots on the mat and the the roaches and all that shit, that just I don't know. That was so stupid, and apparently it wasn't just me because it felt like it killed the live crowd as well. I mean, that that match was just so flat in every way possible and didn't, in my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think it lived up to one ounce of potential that it, it should have had considering who was involved. Well, I think, you know, after they – after – you know, Randy Orton went out and burnt down the barn or whatever, and then the following week, uh, Bray Wyatt acted like he didn't. You know, he laughed and said he didn't care, and <laughs> you know, I thought that was just dead. I thought that was just dead yeah. in the water. You know, before before the music ever played, and you know, that I don't know what what the idea behind you know doing that projection thing was but it definitely didn't help anything and you know it did a lot more damage than it did help so i don't know and um i i know everybody asks you this all the time but i i'm pretty sure you probably didn't hear the uh 
the Steve Austin podcast where he, him and uh, I think it was Wade, Ke- no, it was him and Dave Meltzer, I think. They went through and uh, kind of di- dissected the pay-per-view and they went to this match and man, Steve Austin, who usually does, he goes out of his way to try to play to the middle of the road and not really step on anybody. Man, he just tore, you know, Bray Wyatt to shreds. Wow. <laughs> you know, talking about talking about what that gimmick could be and how, you know, he's, you know, basically become complacent with where he's at on the card and. You know, he he laughs too much when he should be serious, and you know the the potential that gimmick has, and he's just kind of, you know, just shitted it away. It was interesting. It was something to hear to hear Austin talk like that because I know you've heard his podcast in the in the past, and you know he he usually tries to stay pretty in the middle of the road, and man, he just. You know, he tore it into Bray Wyatt pretty heavy, and you'll have to you have to check that out if you haven't heard it. I'll check that out. And you know, the word on the street is, and some of the things I've read recently, uh, he is, he currently has no contract whatsoever with WWE, which is why he made no appearances WrestleMania weekend on any of the WWE's you know events that went on. Uh, so that may be why now you may end up hearing a lot more honest <laughs> and open opinion from Steve Austin because now he doesn't have to tow the company line. If, if he's officially cut ties with them, uh, things may get really, really interesting on his show as far as him letting loose and really giving his true thoughts on things. And I, if, if there's any character that it's just an absolute shame that they haven't capitalized on and they've seemingly just done the wrong thing at every turn, it's definitely Bray Wyatt. I mean, in my opinion, Bray Wyatt should have been the guy to pick up where Undertaker was going to leave off three or four years ago and they've squandered that away by having him lose every big match he has every angle blow off he has he he comes out on the short end of it to the point where he's he's like the lex luger of gimmicks now and i don't i mean it's not to say they can't come back from it but good lord have they squandered every every opportunity they had to make him into something big and something special for years to come and i get wanting roman reigns to be the one to beat the undertaker but other than that big reaction he got in front of the Raw after WrestleMania crowd on Monday night, I, I don't think it's going to be like a big, huge shot in the arm for him. It'll just be another attribute where the fans go, oh, he's just trying to push him down our throat, you know, and that kind of crap. I think Braun Strowman would have been a better choice or, you know, shift Bray Wyatt into overdrive and let him be the one that could have won it. But, you know, that match, just we'll roll right into that match real quick. Uh, that match was painful to watch. You know, I mean, I was completely on board with Roman Reigns winning. I thought his promo Monday night was absolutely perfect. Um, but God, was the last half of that match hard to watch. Whew. And not for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, well, it's tough to watch anything like I mean, cause Everybody knew going in, the Undertaker was in a lot of pain. They said walking around backstage, he would. Um, they said he pretty much had his own golf cart dedicated to him, so he had to do very little, you know, walking or anything. Uh, but, but you know, it, it is what it is. And, you know, everybody everybody knew Roman was probably going to come out of that, and but, you know, it, it's. <laughs> You know, I think uh, Roman may actually be one of the one of the first 
like real old school heels that gets real heat, <laughs> you know, that they've had oh, a yeah. long time. Because man, that my, that man that um, that promo, if you want to call it that, that happened Monday night. <laughs> you know that thing, that was ten minutes long, and he said five words, and yep. man. You can't tell me that if somebody were to knew where his car was, it would have gotten the windows knocked out and it would have got the Freddie Blassie special after the show. Oh, you ain't kidding. You know, but, you know, I think I think that, uh, you know, what everybody talks about WWE being out of touch, I mean, you know, I think, I think they've, uh, you know, in the end, they've outworked all of us because, you know, <laughs> we're all hating Roman Reigns, so... And evidently that was the somewhat of the end result it seems to be I don't I guess but I don't know boy he's he's uh he's definitely over now if he wasn't over before he damn right he was you know like I said I loved Monday night because most most guys would would have over talked that they would have talked and talked and talked until the heat died down and then left, you know, on a low note. But he said, I mean, he he let it go on and on. And he said just enough with that smirk on his face that it just, you know, stuck it right up their ass again. And then he left. And I mean, it was, it couldn't have went any better. I, I loved that. But, you know, having just watched that match recently, I mean, you, you could tell what they were going for at WrestleMania. It was that same story they told with, Sean and Ric Flair, you know, where Flair wants to keep going and, you know, Sean has to be the one to put him down because he just, he can't go anymore. And I think that's what they were trying to do with Taker. You know, Taker just keeps trying to get back up and it's just over with, but Roman Reigns is not Shawn Michaels. I mean, we've said he has good matches and he's a lot better than people give him credit for, but he's not experienced enough. He's not talented enough at this point to carry someone like that. And uh, I think they could have told the story uh, ending it a little sooner. You know, it just kind of, the finish was almost flat because you knew five minutes out, like, okay, well, this is definitely what's happening. It's just, when is it going to happen? You know, Um, I just, I think they were trying to tell that same story again and, and range just wasn't the guy to, to pull it off. But, you know, I think Taker's, you know, stuff at the end made up for it. You know, I think everybody, the only thing anybody really went out there thinking was, oh, my God, you know, we're not going to have WrestleMania as an Undertaker anymore. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, the poor guy's in pain. He's, you know, he's, it's time to go. You know, it, it was just, it was just time to go. And uh, I, I, I've had this conversation, and me and Rosie recorded a podcast. We we never have posted about WrestleMania because I didn't know if we'd get a chance to talk about it on here. But you know, I've I've said it in front of quite a few people. There's people younger than us, you know, substantially younger than us, who only saw Ric Flair as that 60 year old guy on Raw those last couple of years or has only really, other than watching old stuff on the network, really only knows Undertaker is the old guy that shows up once a year. Um, and it's kind of sad that for some people, that's what their legacy will be. They, they, they don't know them in their prime. They don't know what all they did to make everybody love them like they do, you know? Yeah. 
and it's you know, and we all got a kick out of fire and all the crazy stuff he did. But you're you're absolutely right. I mean, they don't think about the, you know, some of the big angles that the that Undertaker was involved in over the over the last you know twenty years, and it's you know. Uh, let's just hope that, and I've heard, I, I get the feeling just based on kind of what you see in here that, you know, he's done. He's not going to try to come back as a color commentator or something like that. I don't know how, to, I don't know how Undertaker would do something like that or be the guest general manager. I actually, I actually read that on a uh, on some website that uh, uh, they thought he was going to be, he would end up being the guest general manager Monday night or the the new oh general manager. I mean, uh, it was something the Undertaker. I mean, I just, I'm just like, we're in. I mean, really, people, Tonight, where in the hell do you? <laughs> I'm gonna put you in a tag team match, and somebody before Raw is over will rest in peace. Yeah, that would have been a tremendous general manager. I, and I would love to see him arguing on the pre-show with Booker T and Lawler and Lita and them, you know. Well, I think that yeah. Braun Strowman is going to take the title tonight myself, but fuck you, Booker <laughs> T. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you know the, the Raw would have probably had to go into four hours because, you know, the general manager usually <laughs> comes out about six times during that show. <laughs> oh, I know, right? You might just sit through that damn entrance. <laughs> Props to whoever came up with the idea of him coming up halfway down the ramp like he did because we'd still be watching WrestleMania if he'd had to walk from the top all the way and then back again. Jeez, that was as soon as, it, as, soon as they, they started about halfway up the ramp and the smoke started going, I'm like, oh, yeah, somebody deserves a freaking raise, whoever thought of this. <laughs> I, I actually said the same thing out loud. I was like, well, this son of a bitch is going to go to one in the morning. If he has to walk that 100-yard <laughs> ramp, he won't ever he'll, – he'll have to sit down and take a break halfway. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, you know, and, and, and something else at the end, and, and, and I don't know how many people you know or had friends that were actually in Orlando for WrestleMania. I know, I know several people around here that actually went. Um, and right. my buddy Dustin Starr being one, my buddy Dustin Starr being one of them, and um, you know there at the end after the finish, you know the Undertaker gets up, put his put his coat back on, put his hat back on, <laughs> just to take it back off. And he sent a tweet. Right. He's like, "Why is his coat back on?" <laughs> and they were he, he actually got in an he got in an argument with a guy in the there like two or three rows down from him. <laughs> That <laughs> he said he said the guy actually cussed at him or something because he didn't. Uh, he asked the question, "Why the hell did he put the coat back on?" <laughs> freaking hot down here. Why the hell did you put your coat back on after? Yeah, yeah. They exactly. went for the replay and he had all the shit back on. I'm like, wait, what? I was afraid he was going <laughs> to ascend into heaven like he did at Royal Rumble '94. I was really worried about that. Um, I didn't understand why he put it back on, but I knew that they were probably fixing to try to come up with something kind of cool to, you know, to give him a send off or whatever. But, um, you know, they, and I don't know if you've seen this or not, they said that stuff set in the ring for like an hour after WrestleMania, they were tearing everything down around it. I don't know if. Oh know. yeah. I saw pictures <laughs> from like the next morning where the yeah. stuff was still sitting in the ring and they were taking the ropes down and 
all that. A, a buddy of mine on put on Facebook. He said, "Well, keep in mind, last year he left his his gloves in the ring after the Shane McMahon match. This year he left his gloves, his jacket, and his hat. And he's like, he may not really be retired. He may just gonna be leave a little more clothes until finally one year he's just gonna leave in his underwear and finally be retired for good." <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe at this age he's like de- maybe at this age he's like developed Alzheimer's or something and he just forgets his shit laying everywhere and he's like where in the hell, hell did yeah. I put my hat <laughs> damn it I left That's it in horrible. the ring I'll be back <laughs> no 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 we got it Taker don't worry about it the ring crew will get it <laughs> God almighty alright well we're but- we're almost 30 minutes in and we haven't heard from any of our compadres from OWO so I'm getting a little nervous about the the super special here I don't know <laughs> well they just they they can't hang this late at night this is why you know this is why we're in the main event Friday night we're uh, that's right you know they can't hang, they can't hang in there to the midnight hour like we can <laughs> or not week in and week out we do it for the of course, not many people see the beeline for my bed I make as soon as we get off this thing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, but I'm after talking for all this time, like every week I'm wide awake. So I go lay down in bed, just lay there. And I'm like, God dang it. Like Monday mornings are always the worst. But like since we've been doing this podcast, they're like even worse because I don't get any sleep for shit. But, you know, oh God, yeah, hopefully, a- hopefully we're entertaining I'm- some folks. I hope so. I, I hope I hope folks enjoyed enjoy listening to this as much as we do doing it. But but yeah, Monday Monday I'm not a very I'm not a very pleasant person to deal with on Monday anyway, and definitely not after <laughs> you know some of these shows that's going on till midnight or maybe even a little bit after. <laughs> well, I had a few so, people tell me that our last episode with Leslie uh, was one of our our funniest episodes. Um, which was good because I didn't know what kind of feedback we were going to get for some of that, if you know what I mean. But we have a <laughs> caller, so we're going to bring them on and see who we got here. It's a 662 number, so that's a good sign as far as uh, being somebody relevant to our OWO show. So 662-305, who am I speaking with? This is Dirty. I'm calling in. Dirty. What's going <laughs> on, my friend? Nothing. I was not much. Just chilling out. Well, are we, are we going to be hearing until... from any other OWO superstars? I don't know. I, I mean, I uh, tech, uh, contacted a few, and they, uh, they, they. I don't know. They said they would let me know or whatever. Never got back with me. And of course, you got one guy that he wants wants you wants to be on the podcast every show and. And he ain't even I figured he'd been on calling him but now. <laughs> well I can get to that, <laughs> buddy. I get the Yeah, yeah you you don't have to get he go live a lot on Facebook, so Yeah, they I'm sure he's probably asked, live right now. They didn't nobody ask what the PO on this deal was, did they? <laughs> no, no, no unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, here's a dude calling me right here. Right back on my Uh-oh. on my phone. Yeah. I sort of say I heard something in the background. Mm. Dirty, I can't believe you're not at the Tim McGraw concert. Everybody else in the world is. I, I thought uh, I was gonna get to charge. <laughs> I thought I was gonna get to charge parking in my front yard here. <laughs> All the damn people yeah. at the damn Tim McGraw concert. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's been, it's been a busy weekend. The, the railroad festival is probably the best. It probably had the most uh, people uh, ever. Because last <laughs> night, it was, it was, I mean, there was people parked five miles down the road. And, wow. and then you got to come across. That's because uh, Jax's favorite. That's because Jax's favorite artist Trent Herman was there Thursday night. That's why all those people were there. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing about that Trent Herman. People really got ripped off because it, he sung like he sung like two songs and then he sung like one and then it, he uh, it started raining like well drizzling. It wasn't really raining hard and and he said, "Well, I'm just gonna be the last song because." Cause y'all out here getting wet, and he sung that last song, and then he, by the time he, it was over with, uh, the rain had stopped, and then he, but he got off stage anyway. So he only sung like four songs. Yeah. He's the shits anyway. I didn't, I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of Jack, did you ever call him? I mean, he was pulling the dentist stamp. He wasn't going to show up to this show unless he heard from you. So. <laughs> you talked uh, to him. I, I, I don't know. Stroked his ego. No. No, I, I ain't call. I ain't calling him. I figured he'd call me because, like, every time I try to book him, he's always like, "Yeah." And then he's like, "I got a concert to go to. I got a bike ride to go to." So I figure if he contact me, then maybe he'll show up. So right. Well, I keep, because, yeah, uh, I keep uh, asking him to come, and then he keeps he keeps giving me the you know I'm not booked. I hadn't heard from the promoter. Well, he had somebody just call in, and then they hung up before I could answer. So I don't know who that was. But. <laughs> Apparently they didn't maybe like the fact that, or maybe it was Jack. It might have been Jack's actually. <laughs> Screw you guys, please. Surely somebody may have run out of minutes. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like yeah. could have been right down to the wire on those minutes. Now he's yeah, well, that, like, bitch. Yeah, he. Uh, that that was funny, but I, I just sit back and look at the comments, and I'm like, this is great. Because I, <laughs> all right, they're like, let me answer. Let me answer before they hang up. Hold on, hold hold that thought there, dirty. All right, we got another caller on here, 662-646. Who's this? This is the stunt Hello. Curly Moe. There Hello. he is, Curly Moe. How you doing, sir? I'm all right. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. We're very pumped up and excited about the OWO Super Show this Friday. What have you got going on there? I hear you're uh, are you fighting Barry Wolf or something over there. Yes, uh, we... I would get a match against Barry Wilson again for the uh, championship. And uh, it's looking to be a good match. You know, you got Barry Wilson. I I respect him because he is a good wrestler or whatever, but he needs to be knocked down a couple of notches. And that fat, punk Hollywood Jimmy needs to have his throat punched or something. Oh, Take it yeah. easy. You know that's our manager, right? You can't come on our show <laughs> yeah. talking like that. What the hell? I know that's man. I don't. I don't. I, I don't care. I can punch him. I, I want to punch him in the head in his face. Hey, Did you set an me. alarm to call us? Because you, you sound like you just woke up. <laughs> Be honest. No. You, were you sleeping and then you woke up to do this? Actually, no. Um, <clears throat> I'm a horse. I'm, um, I'm a little sick, but I'll be all right. You know. You've been you yelling at the Tim McGraw concert, haven't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's been singing Indian Outlaw for the last hour. I hear you. That's what it was. But no, you know how this weather is down in this area. So. <laughs> I got you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I've uh, my lousy head off all day. It's terrible. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, it's going to be a good match. I'm excited about the show, too, because, I mean, you got great matches coming up, and, and anybody that's going to – that misses this show is going to miss a big one. Now, what match are you most excited about besides your match? Uh, well, I'm actually uh, real excited about y- y'all's match, to be honest with you. You know, Damn right. I mean, I, honestly, I, that's that's honest truth because I mean, I've always, you know, I always had, you know, I always liked the Gene Jackson. Neil Taylor combo, you know, it's always been great. And then you got Jerry the King Lawler and Derek King, who uh, they some great wrestlers, of course. I mean, Jerry King Lawler's a Hall of Famer, and you know, watching Derek uh, Derek King around, us, you know, this area and other areas and stuff like that. I mean, it's looking to be a really great match, and if and I'm pretty sure the fans will be very involved in this one. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I, I'm I'm also excited to see this uh, parental advisor reunion. You know, but it's uh, this parental advisory reunion or whatever. Who's you that? Know, I'm not I'm familiar with them. Oh, you're not. You're not familiar. Oh, now let me okay. let me put a little bug in you here. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's before we get on this parental advisory stuff. Let's go back to the important match. Now, I want to yeah. put a little bug in your ear right here. So, I want uh, you to spread this throughout the dressing room. When me and Neil beat Jerry Lawler and Derek King, if all mm-hmm. you guys could go out there and, like, put us up on your shoulders, like, you know, like when guys win the belt at WrestleMania. So, because I'm already going to talk to Dirty about having confetti ready to drop mm-hmm. from the ceiling. <laughs> but, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, you know, we, we're not kidding ourselves. We're big guys. So, we're going to need mm-hmm. we're going to need more than just the heel locker. And we're going to need both sets of guys out of the locker room out there to pick us up on their shoulders to celebrate. Are you in on that? Yeah, you know, you won't even need that, you know. What I do is, you know, I operate a forklift up at my job, so, I mean. <laughs> wait, wait, no, damn it. I don't. <laughs> Can you believe this, Neil Taylor? This guy's coming on our show. Hold on. Now, I got, I got another caller here that I think may have a comment on this. If I can go to the next caller here. Sir, you are on the line right now. You are live with Neil Taylor, Gene Jackson, Dirty, and Curly Moe, who is insulting our alleged weight uh, problem. Who who am I speaking with here? Well, first of all, this is Hollywood Jimmy, and I don't appreciate this idiot running this big, fat mouth as Curly, Larry, and Moe. You understand? I don't appreciate that. I take this serious. You understand? You up there laughing, trying to be funny? I will slap the crap out of you come come this Friday night. You understand? And I'll do it. I I don't like you. I don't like you, Bradford. Tell if you like me or not. I mean, what are you laughing for? You think it's funny? You're a Mr. Comedian? You think you're so funny. It's going to be funny when you're laying in the middle of the ring with blood all over you. You understand? Because that's exactly what we're going to do to you. What's going to be funny is when I get that belt and start whooping you like who was that Jay Griffin whooped you the other night at that Nobody else, please give me a break. He didn't do nothing. Did anybody see Neil Tanner, did you see that? I didn't see a thing. <laughs> Jay who? Yeah, I guess you did miss him there because you was busy getting whooped a little bit yourself, wasn't you? 
Yeah. Now, don't, uh, how, now how dare uh, you? I'm, <laughs> how dare you call into our show? Jimmy, you've known me for years. You know I'm not a stooge, but I just want to say, before you called in, when he didn't think you were going to be calling in, he said he was going to punch you in the throat. And me and Neil are going to you on that. But I'm going to let, 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 let you really speak on that. Well, let, let me tell you, I hope he tries. He can run his mouth, you know, blah, blah. Anybody can say they're going to do this and that, but he's not going to do anything. The only thing he's going to be doing is laying on a mat flat down begging for us to quit. He's going to, you yeah, know you what, go. Gene, I'm so glad you're involved in this because mm-hmm. I know for a fact that you hate Jerry Lawler. And That's I right. know for a fact that Neil hates Jerry Lawler. And gosh, knows we hate Curly. And you know what, they get that little, what, 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 what Oh my God! Who else is on the phone? Did you say his brother's on the phone? Yeah, Dirty's on there. Well, Dirty, you gonna say anything? You gonna sit there next stupid? I can't even understand. You. Speak English, uh, I, I, I'm gonna slap the crap out of you. I can't wait yeah. for Friday night because somebody's going down. You understand? I think I think this is just a funny thing because Jay he just turned around and just said he just said, you know, a lot of people say a lot of stuff, but then they don't end up doing it. And you well, you, let me tell you something. Neil Taylor, whoa, 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 shut up. With Neil Taylor and Gene Jackson on my side, I have nothing to worry about. Uh-huh. I have nothing to worry about with Neil Taylor and Gene Jackson on my side. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, you do. You got a lot to worry about. You got well, what do you, you mean? What, why? Why? What's the reason? When we, because when we run, you ain't going to be able to catch us. <laughs> that's what you got to worry Well, that's what y'all will be doing. Y'all will be running. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you admit you're a coward. You know what? You just admitted on this radio show <laughs> that you're going to run and you're a coward. You're a stinking uh, low down actually, scumbag coward. You just admitted it. I'm glad you admitted it. What I, what I admitted, actually, what I admitted is I'm gonna win the match because all I gotta do is run around the ring one good time and y'all be out of breath. And then no, that's not what you cover. said. You're gonna be, you're gonna be running all over the place because you're scared. You just said it. No, did he not? No, I said, I said that. I mean, that's exactly what he said. Plus, smart, a smart wrestler knows other wrestlers' weaknesses and everything. Smart, well, you're not a smart yeah. wrestler. Exactly. <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah. like that. The only thing I heard is the last time y'all were over there that some idiot fan tried to get involved and, and was trying yeah. to attack you with a belt and then that that's you know that's a security problem. That's something the promoter needs to handle and to have some goofball fan out there trying to attack stars of the show, the ones that everybody needs yeah, to right. see. Oh, uh, oh, got oh, uh, uh, oh, oh so you mean what you're saying is Hollywood Jimmy cried to you about it instead of being a man and stepped up to him. That's what, what do you mean by that he cried? He heard about he, it, you he cried. idiot. He cried. I didn't cry to nobody. He heard about it. Oh, you know, he oh, does read. You know, Gene oh, Jackson does have Facebook. Dude, why, why, he does have Facebook. Why, why, he he's going live all the time. 
why did that fan, why was that fan with you or whatever? He was asking for tissue to wipe through those tears, huh? Uh, I don't know. First of all, another thing, too, quit doing those live videos. I'm so sick of those live videos. You're going down the road, you put on your live video on your Facebook. Well, look at me, I know how to drive. I'm sick of it. I'm going to drive. I'll tell you what, I'm going to promise you, and I promise you this, I'm going to drive my fist down your throat come Friday night. And then you're going to wake up and realize you were dreaming. That's, that's all you're going to do. And hey, Bill Taylor and Gene Jackson, what are y'all going to hey, do to Lawler? <laughs> Just there, tell me, please. There is a saying that, that's spread all around Facebook and everything. If you don't like it, turn your eyes. That's all Jimmy, you he never, your eyes. The whole time you were talking, Jimmy, he never stopped talking. He didn't even take a breath. <laughs> I, know, I wish he'd shut up for just a minute. It's a shame this is a radio show and we don't have closed captioning because I don't know what the hell he's talking about. But I'll tell you this. You asked me a question. You asked me a question about what we're going to do to Jerry Lawler. I, the things we're going to do to Jerry Lawler are going to make little kids cry. You know, I mean, yes. that, that's their Hall of Fame legend that they're so they're so excited to see. And the things that me, you, and Neil Taylor are going to do is going to absolutely make them kids cry. And uh, the good news is, though, he's going to get to spend a lot more time slinging barbecue at his restaurant when we get done. With it. <laughs> I love uh, it. And, oh, my gosh, Jay, Jay Griffin might have some, might, might have some competition. That's <laughs> right. Uh, you see how excited uh, Hollywood Jimmy got when they mentioned barbecue? I mean, yeah, well, you mention food, Jimmy's going to get excited about it. Oh, yeah. He's pie. He loves, Jimmy loves pie. Mm-hmm. Well, no, shut me, up. Me and Neil Did you finally Taylor. say something? Did you finally say something? Oh, my God. You made me sick. You know, Friday night's going to tell it all. First of all, Gene Jackson and Neil Taylor back together again. Do you know? I don't know if you guys know it, but do you realize how they ruled this area when they, when they was together? They beat up mm-hmm. everybody. And you're not, you know what? You're not going to be no different. They're going to beat the crap out of you, too. <laughs> yeah, they did, rule, they did rule the area. They beat up everybody. You know why? Because they were stealing their food. Of course they would beat up everybody. What, what do you expect? Okay, you're real funny. Hey, I, real I funny. Hey, look, look, I want to get it in front of the world and everybody here. I'm fat. I'm a fat ass, dude. I, I yes, you are. That. You finally admit you are. You're hey, disgusting. You know you're hey, fat no, and you're ugly. I you, are, you are disgusting. <laughs> you are ugly. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm uh, glad you admit it. I mean, I don't want this guy's going to say. First of all, he already said he's going to run. Then he said he's fat and disgusting. I love this radio show. Let's talk about it. Let him keep talking. He just buries himself. <laughs> yeah, people ask me if this what? show is a shoot. It damn sure is tonight, ain't it, Jimmy? It sure is. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, and he just shot himself in the foot. <laughs> I love it. Anybody else got anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got plenty to say. You know, I'm just laughing my tail off, you know, because, I mean, that's what you do is you do a lot of talking, but you when it well, comes you- down to it, you, there's nothing that you're going to be able to do. I mean, you could ask Barry what happened to uh, the last show. He was left there in the ring, and I was the one walking. Of course you would fall asleep at that. Of course you would, because you don't want to know. Don't you disparage the, the great champion of the OWO, Barry Wolf. I mean, you oh, say you're living his hell off, but you better say something to Barry Wolf when you get Friday night. This is embarrassment when you were Hollywood Jimmy. I don't mean, I apologize for you, Jimmy, but when you go to Hollywood Jimmy, it's an embarrassment. 
they're a big embarrassment. Uh, Gene, is he through time? I went to sleep. What did he say? Yeah, I mean, you got a fat guy. He said around. something about he was an embarrassment <laughs> and, and Barry deserved a better opponent, but. <laughs> and I don't disagree with that. Very I don't either. I, I agree with him, too. This is great. I mean, you understand, me and Neil Taylor are one of the greatest tag teams in Southeastern history. It's going to be, I mean, they're going to pack the place out just because me and him are back together again. And the last time anybody seen Jerry Lawler and Derrick King wrestling, they were wrestling in a parking lot, fighting over a barbecue sandwich out in front of his store out there. I mean, that's the last <laughs> time those guys were seen together in a ring. That's and, true. and we're sitting there people who think they can beat us. Exactly. Absolutely. The pictures are on Facebook. Look them up. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely okay. true. Well, fact of the matter is this. You know, good luck on y'all's match. That's, that's what I got to say. Good luck on that. But when it comes well, we don't need luck, sir. We, we don't need luck in our corner because we got Hollywood Jimmy in our corner, okay? Exactly right. Well, who you got in your corner? Well, that's even uh, greater good luck. That's even greater good luck. But when it comes and, and who you got in your corner? Oh, I got dirty. Oh, I do got dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and what is he going to do? And what is he going to do? I'm going to get that bell and spank you like I did two months ago. <laughs> do what? Get that bell and spank you. I'm going to get that bell and spank you. Now, now my hand is Jay Griffin. Now I'm spank you again. Excuse me. I don't know what's wrong with your little pea brain, but if you remember correctly, I had you stretched out across the ring, and I took my belt off whooping you like a dog. I recall. I don't recall that. But I, I recall about five people having me stretch around. I don't remember anything. You got seen out. I don't remember that ever happening. I don't. I don't, don't know see, what see. Oh, you asked Neil Taylor. Neil Taylor never lied. <laughs> I ain't never lied. Oh, Neil Taylor never lied. Never. Really. Never. He's never lied to me ever. That's just to me. Well, let's give Neil Taylor a chance to talk. He's the co-host, and he ain't able to say four words. So, Neil, what have you got to say about all this? Well, I've had my little orphan Andy Decoder pen out trying to figure out what Terrell, or not Terrell, but Curly Moe was saying. And nothing he said. The only thing, the only honest statement he said in this whole thing was he was a fat ass. And, and we all agree with that. But you know, the first, you know, the first thing I thought the very first time that I saw Curly Moe, I thought Gary Coleman died. <laughs> I thought he died. What you talking so, about, Neil Taylor? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Your problem is not going to be with Arnold Friday night. Your problem is going to be with Barry Wolf because he and Hollywood Jimmy are going to beat the brakes off of you, just like we did the last OWO show happen again this Friday night. So I don't know, Curly Moe. You better get all the Facebook Live time in that you can between now and practice. <laughs> I'm going to say after Friday night, nobody's going to see you go live about anything. Uh, well, live from the emergency know, room. It, it's funny that and I, you, I, you know, another thing, too, I'm, I get so sick of you, how you run down Barry Wolf. Barry Wolf is a great, great guy. And you know, he's seen the light, and he joined us, and I'm so glad he did because That's let me right. tell you something. That was the best thing that ever happened to him. We gave you a chance, but I am so glad that you didn't join us because, you know what, we don't need losers. <laughs> Well, we don't. I, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that Neil mentioned about the very first time that he saw me because I can mention about the very first time I saw him. I mean, the very first time I did see Neil Taylor. You were sitting in your living room watching you know, me on I, television. I, I didn't know there was Neil <laughs> Taylor. I thought 
I thought it was Jay Leno on crack, but you know what I'm saying? Somebody corrected that. Oh my point. God. I mean, golly. Oh God. Where's an apple? I'm going to throw it. But, but, Get man, the hook, Jimmy. I, if you were if you was paying attention at the beginning of the show, I did not run down Barry Wolf. I turned around and said I respect him because he's a great wrestler. The only thing I ran down was the fact that he did join Hollywood Jimmy and everything because Hollywood Jimmy is a piece of crap. But I mean, like you said, we were. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Was, hold on a second. Hold, hold on a second there, Curly. Now, one reason that Barry Wolf and Hollywood Jimmy get along so well is because they're both from Hollywood. I mean, once he got in with Hollywood Jimmy, look at the kind of movies that Barry Wolf has made. Barry Wolf is not just the OWO champion. He's not just a great wrestler. The man is a bona fide movie star. Is that not correct, Jimmy? <laughs> That's correct. He's in all types of movies, you understand? And, you know, I'm getting tired of you sitting there making fun of us. But you know, let me tell you something. I've got so many people in the movies. And you know what? You're sitting yeah. there laughing. I am being, I've had 72, listen to me when I'm talking, shut up. I've had 72 national TV appearances. 72. What have you done? What have you done? Nothing. Give me, haven't you been on a movie before? A guy told me he's seen you on a movie before. Oh, man, man. Oh, you're going to make up some little joke? No, he said he's seen you on one of the X-rated gay movies. I didn't know. What? I, said, I don't what watch that kind of stuff. One of X rated gay movies. Oh, my one gosh. Of please. Oh, please. You're trying to be funny. No, oh, I mean, I'm, I, I don't watch that stuff, but the, the, a guy told me you was on, on one of them. I don't know. I was just asking. He said you was in the movie, X rated movies. I do want to be serious because, you know, you mentioned how Barry Wolf was in the movies and everything. I do remember that Barry Wolf was a part of your group uh, before, and you got mad at him because he lost the title. You kicked him out of the group. And funny, after you kicked him out of the group or whatever the case may be, is that all of a sudden that's when he gets his movie deals and stuff like that. So, I mean, for you to turn around and say that you got him the movie, I mean, that's just playing out. That's just plain out false. I mean, that is I, true. I, I, I you know, I tell you one thing: I can get you two in a movie. It'd be I, I, reality I TV. You'd be out here make a movie, Dumb and Dumber. Comes back <laughs> to Amory because you two are idiots. You understand? You two are morons. You two bad because I mean, I'm, I'm just telling the honest truth. I mean, plain as fact is, I can see we can sit here and run our mouth back and forth, but we will find out Friday. Uh, you know, I can't wait to Friday. I can't wait to Friday because I can't wait to see you run all over the place. I can't wait to see Neil Taylor beat Lawler. I can't say Gene Jackson going to beat Derrick King up. And then, you know, Barry Wolf's going to beat the crap out of you. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great night. And then we're going to celebrate. And not only that, after we set, we're going to Bill Street. <laughs> and then we're going to take over his damn bar up there. Exactly. Be, Let's go over there and take the over. Uh, we'll take over his bar room. while he's sitting there bleeding in, in Amory. That would be great, would it not? We're going to call it Jimmy's Place by the time we leave there Friday night. Exactly right. <laughs> and anybody don't like it, we'll just slap them. <laughs> Start with Randy Hale. It's going to be kind of hard getting up and down Bill Street with a broken leg and a busted up face because that's exactly what's going to happen if you get involved in my match with uh, Barry Wolf. So I hope you do. I mean, I, I really hope you do. I hope you put your hand anywhere near me because I'm going to smack the taste out your mouth. That's what I'm going to do. 
Well, first of all, just like you said, you can sit there and talk, talk, talk. But I guess we're going to find out uh, Friday night and see what happens. Oh, that's right. That's right. We are going to find out. And I'll come visit you in the hospital and kind of remind you what happened because you probably won't remember. I thought I your head up. I mean, it's plain and simple. <laughs> What's plain and simple? Yeah, Please don't yeah, ever try to make up a yeah, joke on the radio yeah, show. You understand? That's plain and simple. Mary Jane, I mean, I hope that y'all have a backup plan because Hollywood Jimmy probably won't be in y'all's match if he, plays, if he puts his hands on me. Wait, hey, Dirty, I'm just let's honest. hear you talk. I'm ready to hear something stupid. Go ahead and start talking. <laughs> no, I, ain't got, I ain't got nothing to say. I mean, That's you right, you ain't got nothing to say because you're scared. <laughs> No, scared of what? Scared you might sit on me, but I ain't scared of nothing. I'm just saying, you don't want to say enough stupid stuff. You the one that's gonna cause Barry Wolf his match because Barry Wolf's a great actor. He's a great wrestler, but he just you got him brainwashed somehow. He wants to be surrounded by you, and then you got two good guys, Neil Taylor and Gene Jackson. I don't know why they won't be around you either, but I don't know. What? It ain't gonna end well. What? You've been known you you you've been known to screw your guys. own guys. I know you huh? just said it. You just told the truth. They're good guys. You know, yeah. you guys did some things that's true. They are great guys. Yeah, but the only problem is you the only problem. What's wrong with these guys? You gonna cause them uh, their match, and you gonna cause Barry his match, like no, you always not. do. You well, I've never called anybody. I've that. never interfered. I've, Neil, yes or no, you're there almost every time we have OWO. Yes or no, Neil Taylor. Let's ask him the truth. Have I ever interfered in a match? No. <laughs> yeah, I've, and, um, I've never and seen I'm, it. And I'm, Jesus, and I'm Jesus Christ's son, too. Oh, Jesus Jr., not the major. Yeah, thank you. I, I walked on water. You're open. <laughs> so, all right. So, so let, let me say something. Let me say something for, for Curtis. For Curly Moe gets Go going again, all right? Go ahead. All right. All ha-ha and all jokes aside and, and trying to make lame jokes, Gene Jackson was born in Amory, Mississippi, and I grew up 20 minutes away in Aberdeen, Mississippi. And I've got friends, I've got family who have never seen me wrestle in their life, and they may never get an opportunity to see me wrestle again that are coming to that show. Neil Taylor has friends and family that are coming to that show. Hollywood Jimmy have friends and family that are coming to that show. <laughs> we you are not no friends in my family. We are not coming to Amory to lose. We are not coming no. to get embarrassed. We are not coming to get humiliated. And we are not coming to do the right thing for some old Hall of Famer and some guy that claims he's going to retire next month. We're not going to be a punchline for anybody. We are coming there because we got nothing to lose. We are going to beat those guys no matter who likes it, no matter what anybody else has in mind for that match. It's not going to happen. Me and Neil Taylor and Jimmy Blaylock are going to beat them. We are going to go out with our hands raised, and there's nothing anybody can do and say to change that. And I mean that in yeah. all seriousness. Yep. That, that, that's what it. you pay your money for. I, I love it, too. And just remember, if y'all lose, I will know the reason. And it's got to do something with a guy that wears a red coat that looks like Santa Claus, but he's five times bigger than Santa Claus. So. And let me say this, remember, I told while you. I'm being serious, let me say this. 
if there is one single one or one fan that's as big as five that decides to get involved in our match, I swear to God, I will knock their ass out cold as a wedge. No no jokes aside. So help me. Somebody tries to hit me with a belt or some ass clown fan wants to try to get involved in what we do, I will beat them to death right there where they stand. And that's a problem. So what you're saying, you want to be in a strap match too. I'm saying, okay, we're we're on my show. I'm saying I will beat the shit out of Jay Griffin if he touches any one of us Friday night. That's what I'm saying. Let's just cut all the bullshit. I will beat Jay Griffin with an inch of his freaking life if he lays a hand on any of the three of us. And that's a promise. Oh, man. And Jason Casey. And Jason Casey. I don't, even, I don't even know that guy. I'll slap the shit out of him just for looking at me. Oh, well, I don't like Jason Casey. He hadn't been blocked on Facebook for like five years, so I don't like him either. So, so there you have that. Evidently, <laughs> evidently he don't like you. Well, join the club. Yeah, evidently he don't. He don't hardly say anything to me. So I mean, I don't. I I, I have nothing to say about him either. But I mean, all all those aside, you know, <clears throat> I do respect. Uh, Eugene and, and Neil, I do respect Oh, my God. Here we go again. You don't respect nothing. You understand? Uh, you make me sick to my stomach. You're an idiot. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh, my gosh, please. I'm sitting here being completely honest and real. I'm, telling, I'm, I'm being honest, too. I have always respect him. You, you always got to run your mouth. But just shut up. Shut your fat ass up for a second. I wish you would God, try to make man. me. You understand? I can't I wait to Barry Wolf leaves you laying in the rain, Brian. Then I can't I wait to Neil Taylor and Jim Jackson makes Derek King and Lawler. Shut your mouth real quick. And then That's let your little stinking brother try to get involved. Let That's that idiot try to get involved. Please. Yeah. And Neil, I do respect y'all and everything. Y'all, oh, my God. Uh, I've, been, I've been in wrestling for 10 years and everything, and I have learned some things from y'all. So, you know, I can't sit here and say anything uh, ill will towards y'all. You know, good luck to y'all's match and everything like that. And, uh, I mean, I do got family. We, You know, me and Daddy grew up in Smithville. We got family in Smithville and Amory and everything, too. You know, and everything. So, I do, I do, I do respect y'all. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a hometown match and everything. So, you know, I respect y'all. Good luck to y'all's match and everything. You know, but well, if you've learned a lot, if you've learned a lot from us, and evidently you ain't got to the part of the video where we win because you, you definitely haven't done much winning here lately. (laughs) Oh, that's why I get bread on you. But I'll well, here's I'll put this. I'll put this in terms you can understand. Friday night, Jerry Lawler and Derek King and Smithville, and me and Neil are the tornado, son, and we are going to come through there and we're <laughs> going to leave a path of destruction that they're going to remember for years to come. Okay. How's that for real? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going. We're going to be. We're going to be the reason that Smithville gets to the house. I look forward. I do look forward to y'all's match. I do. You know, you ask well, you me should. what would be y'all. What would be the next favorite? My next favorite match, other than the match that I'm supposed to bust Barry Wolf up on, 
Peace, and that's y'all's match, honestly. I, I'm ready to the see it. The best thing you can do I'm is buy a ticket and sit down and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, he Lord. was saying uh, he was also looking forward to uh, something about the, the parents' advisor advisor match. or so. I don't know who the hell he's talking about, but apparently there's some other guys that's going to be there besides us. But, I mean, I don't figure anybody's there to see them. Do you, Jimmy? And nobody cares. No, I'll, you know what? The people are coming to see. They are coming to see Neil Taylor and Gene Jackson reunite. They are coming to see Barry Wolf. That's all they care about. You know, I mean, they, I mean, you guys reuniting is a big deal. And uh, and I'm, I'm glad to, I'm glad to be there in your corner to to watch you beat them. I just can't wait. I'm you know, matter of fact, I probably do Facebook Live right there from from the ring. To show people, one, two, three, when you pin Jerry Lawler. I can't wait. You know what? I'm very anti-Facebook Live, but I think that's one instance where it would be appropriate. I, I think I could accept that, honestly. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen these Curly Mo videos, live videos, him driving down the road? He gets off from work. He takes a video of him. Oh, I'm leaving work. I'm going home. Look at the road. I was hoping he'd have a wreck going down the road. Mm-hmm. show coming up. Now, I understand it's not going to do as well because you don't have me and Neil teaming up on it, but now what's this other show you've got coming up uh, in Houston? Uh, we got uh, Houston. we going to Jay Griffin's hometown. We got uh, Buff the Stuff, Badwell, and we got uh, Johnny Swag, Swinger going to be there, and got some interesting matches going to take place, but, you know, I, I'm not I can only assume Jay Griffin specifically asked that me and Neil Taylor not team up in Houston because he knew it wouldn't it wouldn't go well for him. No, he, he like I said he said he got he said he got some warriors coming. So I don't know what he meant by that, but he he when he found out we were coming to Houston, he said he got some warriors. Oh, probably Jimmy. some of his clan buddies out there or some crap. <laughs> there's, there's no telling with that guy. And so, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the 22nd. But like I said, my main 
focus. I'm focusing on both of them. It's kind of, I hate doing two shows in a row in the same week. And like, that's what I, I mean, not in the same week, but, you know, back to back. And, uh, but that's what we're going to have got Houston. But we, like I said, we got Buff coming and them. And that's going to be a pretty good show. But, you know, the 14 is going to be real good. You know, a lot of, a lot of stuff is going to take place. Yeah, because we're on it. Yeah, because she's right. on it. Gene yeah, and Neil's gonna draw you in the house. Yeah, I mean, when I when I when I said Gene, when I say Gene and Jackson and Neil Taylor, they they was like, we gonna get uh, had to get the fire marshal out here because there's gonna be too many people in the building. I was like, that's good. So that's true. You know, that's, <laughs> so, that's very true. Well, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, you know, you and you and Curly. Um, yeah. You know, he he said a lot of. Uh, a lot of hateful things towards our manager, and I didn't really appreciate that. But you know, that's his right, I guess. But uh, we're excited for the Super Show coming up this week. And like I said, whenever you get Neil Taylor, Gene Jackson, and Hollywood Jimmy, and of course Barry Wolf, the OWO champion in the same building, I mean, it's going to be a sellout. Obviously, you know, whoever you stick in there with us. But uh, I'm yeah. looking forward uh, to for us to beat on the 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 Memphis Kings. I heard somebody refer to them here recently. The the Memphis Kings. Well, they're going to see who the the Mississippi Kings are and why they call us the local legends. Yeah, I like that. Man, let me say one more thing before I go. Oh my, Dirty! If you even think, even think about coming on my side of the ring. I'm going to put you in the ICU. Do you understand that? <laughs> I'm not even going to respond to that stupidity. Good, because you're afraid of it. You're a scared chicken. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gene. Thank you, Neil. I appreciate hey, you. Thanks for coming on, Jimmy. We, uh, we love you, and we, we hope you have a safe trip to Amory. I know you don't like going to places like Amory, Mississippi, but we appreciate you doing it on our behalf. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I can't wait to see you guys beat up the King and Derek King. Take care, Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. All right. See you Friday, Thank buddy. You. All right. Well, there it is, the legendary Jimmy Blaylock right here live. I mean, you know we're important now. When Jimmy Blaylock stays up this late on a Sunday night, because, you know, we're his best friends, obviously. It's a big deal. Exactly, it's a big deal. Well, all right, well, there went dirty, and so uh, we appreciate him calling in as well. And before we wind down and, and, and shut this thing down, we're going to get around to having our bad promo of the week. This one's a little shorter than the last one. We, well, <laughs> yeah, we just lived <laughs> the, just the bad promo of the week. Uh, Curly's calling back in, but we're 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 just gonna. I think we I think we've covered it, right? Is there anything else we need yeah, to hear from, so. from Curly Mo tonight? So I think we're we're gonna uh, move on I'm, to our I'm, bad I promo. Okay, so so here we yeah. go. Let's take a listen here. And for those of you, which I would hope would be all of you who listened uh, to our last episode where we talked about WrestleMania. We had a, a very long, awful, bad promo of the week. So see if, if this rings any bells with you as we listen to this week's bad promo of the week. Jody Ray, you see, we, I just walked in, my man. We walked out. 
with your tag belts. Now we in Bruce, Mississippi. We come down here from maximum. We're gonna do that. We're gonna get out here. We're gonna kick butt tonight, and we'll come back down there on the 29th, and we'll kick butt for you, brother, all over you. So let me tell you something, Scorpions. We walked in in your backyard, Columbus, Mississippi, David Lavender Coliseum, where history has been made with wrestling. And we walked out with the gold. Then last Saturday night, we went to Madison, Mississippi, and took on two more of you guys, and we walked out with a gold. So let me tell you something. You get you a tag team partner. You bring him to Columbus on the 29th. And we'll meet you there, and we'll still walk out with a go, because we're just that good. Y'all underestimated us. Okay, so my understanding was that was the the GWF Tag Team Champions, at least at the time. Uh, the first voice you heard was, was the world-famous, dangerous David Cox. The second voice you heard was Chief Jim Thundercloud, who, oddly enough, sounded eerily similar to Ghost Rider that we heard on the last show. I don't know if that's just purely coincidence or not, but he said uh, he pronounced some of his words the same. And, of course, he used the famous, let me tell you something, uh, you know, to let you know that, that he was indeed about to about to tell us something. What's, what's your take on that promo there, Neil? Neil? Did we lose now? I'm here. Really? I'm here. <laughs> oh, there you are. All right. I I can't. But did you I get to hear that, I that promo? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess I get an A for effort. Uh, <laughs> at um, <laughs> I don't know. He's gonna kick butt all over you. I, I don't know what the hell that means, but um, you know, I man. Yeah. You it was actually. Get a little I promo. mean, at least it was concise this time. So. Yeah, they didn't, didn't do a promo the and then roll into a second promo. So. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't change the direction of it like six times, you know, like they did the first time. So, oh, you gotta love those indie promos. Well, you know, I, I, rumor has it that you know I, I do commentary for that ten dollar wrestling where I sit and do commentary making fun of the matches. Uh, the promoter, uh, from what I've been told, has gotten in touch with Chief Thundercloud and is trying to book him and David Cox on that show sometime later in the year. So uh, I may get to interview them in person. So that should be interesting to say the least. Oh, not that I'm any stranger to interviewing David Cox. Yeah. Oh my God. I I will have to make these guys are tailor made for this show. (laughs) Yeah, you will. (laughs) I will have to to make a trip over for that. Yeah, you definitely need to come uh, come to one of these shows and, and check them out because it's it's something and it's it's something else on uh, on DVD. But being there in person is it's, wow, it's something else. But anyway, um, I think we covered you know I think we covered Friday night show pretty well, right? I mean, we said what we're going to do, and Jimmy said what we're going to do, and 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 everybody that's else said a lot do. of other stuff, and so that's what's going to happen. And yeah. I mean, you can read between the lines of what I said. You know, I mean, people uh, people make smart ass comments like like Mr. Sensational did when he was on the show last time. 
but it's not happening. We're not we're not coming over there to do what everybody expects. And so you just read into that what you will, take that for what it's worth, but just know that uh, me and Neil Taylor are, are, are not coming just to, to roll over. So you, you take that for what it's worth and, and know that if you if you haven't been to a show in, this, in that area in a long time, if you haven't seen Jerry Lawler wrestle in a long time, you need to come see this one because it's going to be something special. And me and Neil have some, some big plans for this match, and I promise you when this match is over, everybody's going to be talking about Gene Jackson and Neil Taylor. They're going to be talking about this podcast and we are going to be even more over than we are now. If you could imagine that. I don't think it, I don't think it could be, we could get any more over. I don't think so. <laughs> That's right. But I guess it's, this uh, coming Saturday. We'll see. We'll find out. Like I said, I got a feeling that uh, our buddy Jax is going to have to re re-record that promo at the beginning uh, and, and and correct that after after this match Friday night. So be there. You can get your tickets early uh, through what is it Eventbrite? Is that what, is that the website? Yeah, yeah. You can go. So to, look up the OWO page event. on Facebook. You can or go to, uh, to get exactly event. There. <laughs> Yeah, you can go to eventbrite.com and search um, Jerry Lawler, and it'll come up. You, if you're here in the Tupelo or Amory area, you can go by Fun World in Tupelo uh, and pick up tickets. You can go to Night's Drive-In in Amory. Uh, you actually get to save a couple of bucks by getting them in advance. Uh, or you can get tickets there at the door. They're 15 13 and 10 So, um, And this venue is a very small venue. It's a very... Um, very limited seating, so you better make sure if you're if you're getting tickets at the door, you better get there early and get a good seat. So, because uh, want to make sure nobody misses uh, which what could very well be Jerry Lawler's last match. Absolutely, yeah. I, you know, the wiser choice probably a match of this magnitude. Uh, they probably should have got uh, the Bank Corp South Center, but you know, it's it's a it's a more um, you, how do they say it? More intimate setting uh, where you can be up close That's and, and more personal as we put the beating on the, the Memphis Kings, if you will. And uh, you'll be right there up close and personal to see every bit of it. But like Neil said, if you can get your tickets in advance, do it. Uh, if you can get there early, get there early because it, it's not a huge venue and it is a good, very good chance, a probability, I, I would dare say, that this thing's going to sell out. So. Don't be left out in the cold. Don't be trying to wait for, for Facebook Live to see what happens. Be there in person and see it because you'll want to tell your friends the next day. And speaking of the next day, the following day, the following night, rather, uh, Saturday the 15th, I will be in Hartsville, Alabama for New South Alpha Fight 2 uh, featuring New Japan Pro Wrestling and former Ring of Honor star Unbreakable Michael Elgin will be there challenging the New South champion Odinson. And, of course, all your favorite stars you've come to know, including our recent guest, Cabana Man Dan, will all be in action Saturday night in Hartzell at the Sparkman Civic Center. And that place always packs out as well. So make sure to get to both of these shows, if at all possible, this weekend because they're going to be two great nights of wrestling that I'm proud to be a part of. Uh, Neil, anything else we want to plug before we go ahead and wrap this up? Um, next Friday, I will actually be up in Boonville, Mississippi, 
for EPW Wrestling at the EPW Arena on Old Highway 45 right north of Boonville. Uh, and you might even catch a very rare appearance by the sensational one himself, Mr. Leslie Jones, will also be there with me. Uh, big night action, uh, always a lot of fun at uh, in Boonville, so make sure and uh, come check us out if you're in the area. Absolutely, absolutely. Great show up there, a lot of fun. Be sure you go check it out. And for all things Neil the Real Deal Taylor and King of All Wrestling Media, Gene Jackson, you can go to localstolegends.com. Uh, we post everything about the show uh, there on the news feed, and then also all the links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff is right there on the page. So rather than us sit here and rattle all that off for five minutes at the end of the show, just go to localsoflegends.com <laughs> and anything you need is right there. You can check it out for yourself and tell a friend, and we appreciate it. And uh, go to go to Neil the com and buy a T-shirt so you can show up Friday night sporting a spiffy Neil Taylor T-shirt. You'll be glad you did. Is that it? We'll actually we'll actually have uh, the brand new Neil Taylor T-shirt on uh, available Friday night. So uh had to make sure and everybody picked themselves up one. You can get one now at NeilRealDealTaylor.com, or you can get pick one up Friday night. You want to make sure and get this shirt. It's uh, it's one of my favorite ones so far. Awesome. Well, we'll be looking forward to that. And uh, everybody, make sure you pick one of those up. And if you haven't seen Memphis Heat, it's a tremendous documentary about Memphis wrestling. And uh, if you're going to get it, get it from Neil Taylor. Get it from NeilTheRealDealTaylor.com. He'll appreciate it, and you'll be helping him out, and you'll get to see an awesome documentary about what I'm sure, if you're listening to the show, one of all of our favorite things, good old Memphis wrestling. And we will become a part of the legend and folklore of Memphis wrestling when we take down two of Memphis's most famous stars, Jerry the King Lawler and Derek King, Friday night. And if there's a Memphis Heat 2, I'm sure we'll be featured, and that's pretty awesome. On the damn cover. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Along with our our friend, our mentor, uh, our manager, all things to to everyone, Hollywood Jimmy Blaylock. And again, I want to thank Hollywood Jimmy for calling in tonight. I want to thank Curly Moe and Dirty, everybody that called in to make our OWO Super Show super special. Just that. Super special. So, thank you guys for that. Thanks to my Tag team partner, Neil, the real deal, Taylor, for another fun episode. We will be back next week. And, Neil, tell the folks uh, what's in store next week. Um, Going to have an awesome show next week. Um, Stormy Lee, who is the uh, 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 the valet, the, 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 the uh, fiancé from uh, – of Francisco Chiazzo, the the uh, southeastern gangster himself. So uh, Stormy Lee will be joining us next week to talk about uh, uh, her wrestling career, her um, her time at Shimmer in Orlando, uh, and uh, a lot of other cool things. So uh, Stormy Lee, excited to uh, get her on the podcast, learn a little bit about her past. Uh, I've recently uh, just met her a few months ago, so. Um, uh, Excellent worker, uh, got a good mind for the business, and and work and works really hard. So, um, so Stormy Lee will be joining us next week. Gene, I'm uh, I'm excited about this one. Yeah, I mean that's super cool. And like I told you, uh, 
it wasn't by design. It's just kind of happened that way. And I did have a couple of different ladies scheduled over the years that fell through. So Stormy Lee will actually be the first official female guest of the podcast. So she'll have that distinction to put on her resume along with all the other uh, great things she's accomplished in Shimmer and all these different places. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited, looking forward to that. And uh, I'm sure we'll be riding high next Sunday. So make sure you tune in and give us a listen. And as always, like I said, localstolegends.com. Check it every day. And we'll try to start putting more stuff on there if y'all are actually checking it every day. So that'll help us out. So for Neil the Real Deal Taylor, I'm the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson. And we will see you Friday night in Amory, Mississippi for OWO Super Show. Let me get one of those energy shots. Woo! You're about to get robbed. Pay less and get a fuel in the bottle energy shot. Pack with B vitamins. It'll rock your world. Woo! 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 Fuel bottle energy shot will get you through the day. Zero calories and packed with energy. All go and no crash. Woo! Fuel in the bottle power shots. It puts the woo in my woo. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.